The fighting is done I step into the light of your great love I am breathing, breathing again You tore the bag that was on my head I don't have to hold my breath I don't want to fight you anymore I don't want to fight you This is the Endurance Church Podcast with Pastor Anthony Bass. At Endurance Church, our goal is to live well and finish strong by becoming faithful disciples of Christ. We do this through loving, disciplined, Bible-based teaching, encouragement, and care. For more information about our ministry, head to endurancechurch.org. And now, today's message. So names are important. And you're going to think like, well, how does this have anything to do with the Holy Spirit? Because we've been talking about the Holy Spirit for the past six months. And we're going, to, we're going to talk about the significance of a name. Because during this Christmas season, we know that, that our Lord and Savior was given a very specific name. And that name actually has more meaning than most people even realize. And today is a kind of fun service. So if you can, take out your phones. And if you can, find the um, poll everywhere. So if you have your phone, you're going to see this code, and I think we have to log in every time we discover last time, if you have your phone. Now, if you've never done this before, we're waiting on you to, to eventually join in. <laughs> you can do it. Okay, so if you look, we're going to ask you to, te- to text this number. We're going to ask you to text Anthony Bass 8612, this number, 22333. So you type in 22333 and then text Anthony. Is that correct? Did I say that right? Did anybody understand what I'm, what I'm asking you to do? So the question today is, what do you call God? And once you... Once you um, text that information, Anthony Bass, 861 to the number 22333, you have an option of, of putting in what you call God. Now, now this is important for today's message. We're, we're going to be brief today, but it's important. Do you have a significant person in your life that you have a pet name for? And, and, and that name means something, right? You, you say it sometimes even almost like randomly, but it's like that name has some significance. Well, well the fact is what you call, call God, it has significance. Even if, when you say the word God, that in itself, it really doesn't really mean anything unless there's some context to it. For instance, if I say, well, why do you call God God? Then, then the explanation is how you view God. That's important. For instance, uh, the, name, the name Yahweh up there, oh, that somebody calls God 65123. You are deeper than I would ever imagine you to be, whoever texts that. <laughs> you are just deep. 
<laughs> and I pray you don't, you don't show that number because somebody will be texting God to that number. Okay, Father. So, <laughs> so right now, because Father is the biggest in the cloud that's trending, that, that's probably what we call him the most, Father. And, and that's significant because that means that's how you view him as your, your Father. But, but somebody put Emmanuel here, and that's what today's message is actually going to be about, e Emmanuel. Um, but, but there's also this other name, Yahweh. But most people don't realize that God's name is Yahweh. That's his, that's his name. Like my name is Anthony Emmanuel Bass. That, that's my name. And when people call me by my name, it gets my attention. And that, that means something. Anthony means beyond praise or above praise. Emmanuel means God with us. And Bass means like, low or fish <laughs> I like the low one <laughs> the base uh, but nevertheless your name has significance and also so does God's and even though his name is Yahweh or Yahweh that you know I'm not Hebrew so I can't get the right you know enunciation and pronunciation but it but it means I will be what I will be and that's God's name and another another thing when we see in in um in in Exodus when it's referenced his name he says I am and that's that's what was translated in English and that that's interesting like two things are really interesting God's name is I am that's his name I, I exist right and then Israel I always like Israel is like was Israel real like is real I, I just like those two that's just that's just me that that's just that's just how I look at stuff but but at least today, we're going to focus on it. Can you slide back to the, the scripture? How you call God, I believe, is symptomatic or commiserate to how you relate to him. And some people call him Lord. And, and oftentimes, I just say Lord. Because for me, he's my Lord. He's my king. And I, I love Jesus being my king because I feel like, man, I have a king. And he's bad. He's awesome. And, and he's my king. I, I think about uh, Leonidas and 300. And I'm like, my king, right? And my son, Lord willing's name will be Leonidas when he comes, just so you know. But nevertheless, like, my, my king. So when I, call, when I talk about Jesus, that's my king. He, he has authority over my life. But when you say Jesus, does, does he have any input into your life? When you say God, what does that mean for you? Do you treat him as your God? Matthew chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. Got a quote. I liked it before uh, we jump into the text. It says, a name sticks with us from birth until death, and although we have often have no control over it, our names can define us. We can all thank our parents for our names. Next slide. We're in the book of Matthew, and remember, we just last week talked about how um, Joseph had this dream, and he was about to put his wife Mary away because she was found with child. She was impregnated by the Holy Spirit, and we talked about probably how hard that would be to rationalize and to explain that your wife, your fiance, was actually pregnant. And, and really how that probably crushed his ideal dream of his ideal life. He probably, like I said, wanted to have a shack and a goat and a house in the mountains. He just probably wanted to be peace and quiet. He, he didn't want the limelight. He became the center of humanity. He had to give up his dream for God's dream. And now 
we're going to see what the center of that dream was. It says, so, so all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. This prophet is Isaiah. We've been talking about Isaiah the last couple of months. Isaiah means God saves. Yahweh saves. Jesus means what? God saves. Jehovah saves. Jesus, Jesus is our salvation. That, Jesus' name means Yahweh saved. That, that's what his name means. That's what Jesus itself means. It's important because his name determined his function. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord to the prophet Isaiah, saying, Isaiah, behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name what? Emmanuel, which means, which is translated, the author tells you, Matthew, God is with us. So now he's inserted a Old Testament prophecy here, and it's important. I'm going to go back in just two seconds and jump back forward. Because 750 years ago, one of the most vile and cruel kings in Judah was, in a sense, on the throne, Ahaz. And he was about to be overthrown by two kingdoms. And he's panicking. And he's trying to figure out what to do. He's looking at his resources. He's looking at his supplies. He's looking at the two armies facing him. And he has no idea what to do. He's about to give up all hope. But then the prophet Isaiah comes and tells him, look, God's going to take care of you. Now, when the prophet Isaiah came to him, the prophet Isaiah also brought his son with him as well. It's an interesting point. It's about this prophecy. So, so as Isaiah comes to the king, he basically tells him God's going to take care of you. He's going to give you a sign. Now, this evil king needed a sign because this king had no faith in God. So a sign was needed for faith because God needed him to have faith in order for God to move through his life. He needed him to have faith. So, so, so the prophet offered him this opportunity to believe. And, and eventually this, this, this evil king said, look, he got righteous. I don't, I don't need a sign. I'm not going to test God like that. Now, this guy is like in adultery, worshiping other gods, and now God's like, I'm going to help you. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't really, I don't want to be bad. I don't want to be sinful. Nevertheless, the, the prophet gave him a sign. And three things came out of this sign. Three prophecies came up. This was one. He says, behold, a virgin shall be with a child to bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. But also, he says, before this child is able to like eat, eat honey and drink milk, like these armies are no right from wrong. In this prophecy, these armies will be, will be gone. And he also says about 65 years from now, Israel will be in captivity, in bondage. The, the prophet gave him three prophecies. One of them happened in his life. Two of them did not. Israel eventually was taken in captivity, was no more. He didn't have anything. He didn't see that. And this one right here, which happened 750 years later, he didn't see it as well. Here, this is, this is a prophecy that God gave to this king for Israel 750 years later. And it's, sometimes you're thinking, God, why? Because God was trying to build faith in the masses of people who would be in captivity until this point. See, remember, Israel was sitting in captivity. They were, in a sense, uh, oppressed. Seventy years, they came back. This prophecy still hadn't been fulfilled. So eventually, here, Matthew is recording this prophecy being fulfilled. 
Jesus has come. Now, now we know in verse 20, 20 and 21, he's told by the angel to call his name, the Messiah's name, what? Jesus. And you're thinking, well, his name is Jesus, right? That's going to be his name because God's going to save people from their sins. But here's something interesting that happens. It says, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, why that is interesting is because Emmanuel means, that we talked about earlier, what? God with us. And, and this is what you have to understand. We, we even call Jesus different things. But one of the things people started to call him was what? Was God. That Jesus is God. That's the part of most people's theology they struggle with because they're like, well, Jesus is the son, but he, is he really God? Is he? No, Jesus is God. And it's a mystery that sometimes we have a hard time comprehending. But God died for us. God died for us. The creator died for us. And, and somehow during his lifetime, people realize, oh my goodness, Jesus is God. Now remember, when he was alive, they missed everything. Remember? The disciples were confused about him. Uh, Thomas said, show us the what? The Father, and we'll believe. And Jesus said, Thomas, how long have I been with you? And you asked me to see the Father? What are you, he basically, what are you talking about? Jesus is God. And it wasn't until after Jesus' resurrection that he realized who they had been around the entire time. They'd been in God's presence. God had been with them all along. And then they realized this prophecy, which happened 750 years later, had come true. God with us. Sometimes, probably, some, somehow somebody was probably writing something, and they realized, my goodness, Jesus is Emmanuel. And somebody put all the pieces together. Somebody thought differently about Jesus from that moment on. This name is important. Because he is still with us today. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took him and his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her first son. And he called his name what? Jesus, not Emmanuel. See, understand this. Emmanuel was a realization they had after, not while he was here. They realized after that God had been with them. Next slide, please. We got a couple points today and then we'll be done. First point, how you identify God reveals how you understand him to be. Some of us will just call him Jesus and that's fine. He has no problem being called Jesus because he's your savior. But would you ever call him your lover? Would you ever call him your Lord? So, some people, you're married to your spouse. You call your spouse your boo, right? Anybody call your spouse your boo or your babe or your what? Got, right, you call. So, so you're going to be married to Jesus. Are you going to call him your boo? No. Everybody, your brain's going to roar. You're like, well, but, but I'm saying it, there, there's intimacy that there between you and him. Remember, God in us forever. Like you will be closer to God than any other creature in all reality. He will be in you. And if you are saved today, the Holy Spirit is in you right now. God is there. And that's the promise. That's the promise that you have God in you for all eternity. You're not alone. And that's, that's the problem. We, sometimes, anybody ever get lonely? 
Yeah. You get lonely, like, man, I just feel so alone. But, but don't, if you have God in you, you should not be alone. Now, the feelings may still be there. The re realization that God is there, may, you may struggle with that, but understand that's the gift that you will never be alone ever again. God is with you. Next point. Your perception of God uncovers what he means to you. We asked you earlier, what do you call God? And, and the name you gave him determines what he really means to you. Some people put Yahweh, the self-existing one that reveals himself. Some of you put God, some of you put 651-325-5518. Like, so who knows what that means to that person? But I'm saying for you, God is revealed based upon what you call him. What do you call God? Is it, is it just a trite phrase or a term? Do you simply say God? Or is he your Abba? Is he your daddy? I remember the first time I ever heard somebody say daddy when they were praying. I was like, what is, that's a little bit too intimate right there, right? You're calling him daddy. And then I really started thinking like, wait a minute. He is your daddy. And it made sense. Like, now, even saying Say right now, watch how awkward this is. Just say it to yourself. Say, say, God is my daddy. See? Like, we laugh. Like, that's just, that just like saying, like, peanut butter jelly, right? Just funny coming out. But it's true. God is your daddy. Who's your daddy? Think about who God's son is to you and call him by that name. The next time you address Jesus, I want you to consider before you just say Jesus. Like, it's not just a name. And what you call him means so much. My wife, she calls me Manny. That's short for Emmanuel. My brother, when I was young, he called me A-Train. A-Train. That was a lot of sports. It was a sports name. My, my um, who else? My granddad, he's passed away. He called me Yuck Yuck. Because when I was a little baby, I went under a tree. I saw a candy cane. I put it in my mouth, and I said, yuck, yuck. And he was like, oh, got your nickname, yuck, yuck. And every time I saw him, I was yuck, man, yuck, man, yuck. What are you calling God? Next slide, please. Evaluate the quality of your relationship with God. If he's just God nothing more then you know there's areas for you to grow there's opportunity there nothing to feel bad about be ashamed about just just dig in there like maybe maybe change your prayers maybe just say daddy I mean, do it for a week just when you pray daddy I need help maybe that will change how you see him. next line call him what he means to you We have our moms. Remember, remember that age when you stopped calling your mom and dad, mommy and daddy, you just started saying mom and dad. Like, that's a tragic time. <laughs> like, uh-oh, I guess I'm too old to call them mommy or daddy. Some people are like, yeah, I'm going to call you mama forever. Mommy! Mama. But, but there's more there with God. It's not just a name. Not just a title. That He's a person. And he should mean something to you more than just God. Is he Emmanuel? 
Is he Jesus? Is he Yahweh? Is he Lord? Is he your savior? Is he your master? Is he your provider? Is he your lover? Is he your protector? Remember, a name represents a destiny. The reason why I like that is the Bible says, um, you can pull up that other, um, pull everywhere. The Bible says that um, in heaven, it says that you're going to be given a white stone. I love this scripture. It says, you'll be given a white stone. It says, and on it, there's going to be a name written on it. And this is what I love the most. It says that no one else in all reality will know what's on that name except for you and God. I was like, oh. Imagine you and God got your little in secret forever. And everybody would be looking at you like, what's your name? You're like, uh. That's just me and God. We talked about earlier what you call God. If you had to guess, this is a tough one. I, I, I debated about this one. We all know it's anonymous, so you don't gotta worry about people figuring out what you're right. If you had to guess, what do you think God call you? Amen. our heads Lord we realize the power of the Holy Spirit who worked and is working over the course of thousands and thousands of years Lord to communicate to us and you Holy Spirit you revealed the name of all, all names to us Lord you're trying to draw us closer to yourself help us Lord God love you the way you deserve to be loved help us stop holding back Lord God there's nothing this world has to offer that's better than you and knowing you intimacy with you so Lord God we, we ask you Lord God just to give us the courage encourage us Lord God to be created to courageous encourage us Father God to love you the way you deserve to be loved we love you we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been a presentation of Endurance Church. For more about the ministry, head to endurancechurch.org. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash endurancechurch and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash endurancechurch.tv. Remember to live well and finish strong. I will not be lied to.
That was on my head 